the rabbis learned two people signed on the document, and they died. and then two people walk in and they say, We know we know their signature. This is definitely those those two witnesses. they were forced to sign. they were minors at the time. they were gamblers at the time. They're not kosher. So yes, it's them, but the bottom line is that the star is not good. So we would uh, uh, believe them. How? Uh, because it's hapesh asar peshetir. We need them to verify the signatures. Without them, we have no good signatures. Now But if there are witnesses that it's say, that 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 are independent, saying that this is their signature, oh. Mishtar shekaralov iravochsuk bebesin, or there was another document that was that was out there, that was questioned, that maybe it's not valid, and then the the bezdin established that it is a good star, and forced it, and forced the document. Ain't elunemanim, then we disregard what they're saying. Omagbin bekevishtar malia, and we collect based on the star hundred percent, and that is. The story. So the question is, why would we? Why would that be halacha that we basically um, can disregard the second set? Treu treinenu. Isn't this basically a, con- a, a, con- a situation of two against two? <coughs> Do we have the two in the in the document saying that it's a that 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 it's a good document? We have uh, two people saying that it's a false document. So. Um, uh, how do you know who to believe? It's it's back to square one. Basically, it's two against two. We throw it. We should throw out the document. So Amr Rav says, just to contradict is already like the beginning stages of Hazama. So what? Hashem, just like this is there's a condition in Hazama in order to be to, in order to basically. Consider the Adam Adam Zomin, Kshim Shein Mazim as Adam El Bafnim. We only could do that in the presence. Kach, Ein Machishin as Adam El Bafnim. So to Akhasha requires the other witnesses to be present. You can't just make a statement without them there to defend themselves. So that's the case over here. You're, they're dead, and you're saying that this signature is invalid. You know, they, you have you could let them do say it in front of them. If they're here defending their signature, then you can go ahead and you know make make such a claim. But if you if they're not here, so then what, what kind of business? That's the idea. So I'm aware of Nachman. Nachman says it makes no sense. Why? Ilo have a kamon. Let's let's go through the exercise, the mental exercise. Let's say they're not dead and they're here. Huh? and they say, what do you mean? We were fine when we signed in. And they say, no, you weren't. It was, it was a forced situation. You all had guns to your head, okay? Or whatever it was, okay? How about Khasha? So then what we do, we'd say it's our Khasha. And we would throw it out. And we would basically say that we can't act on the basis of this document. We don't have a, a verified document. It's two against two. We can't take money away from one person and give them to the other, right? We don't have enough to go on here. Um, even if they're there to defend it, we would do, say so. Now, it's basically, there's contradictory testimony here, we can't do anything. Now they're not even here. So if they were here, we would basically throw it out. Now they're not here, you want it to be better? Even if, what if they were here? Maybe they would say, you know, it's really true, we, were not, we weren't a true testimony, we were <coughs> fine, whatever it was. You don't know what they're going to say. 
if they're there and contradicting, we would throw out the whole thing. Now, and now that they're not here, you want to say it's better? How can it be better? Maybe they wouldn't even admit that, it, that, 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 he, that they're telling the truth. So Elam Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman says it's not true. With Allah is, put the two against the two. And you keep the money where it was. Meaning basically, keep the status quo, don't change anything. Don't, nothing changes hands. It's like, this, like the property of Barshatya. What's the story of Barshatya? Barshatya sounds like the son who, of the crazy one. That's what it means. And that's because he had a condition. He was um, like a schizophrenic, okay, or whatever. A bipolar, I don't know exactly what you want to say. But some type of mental condition that there were times when he was perfectly lucid and there were times where he was not of sound mind. Um, and he sold property and also betrayed the Amri Kishu Shaitis of it. And uh, two witnesses said that when he sold that property, he was completely insane. Okay, the also betrayed, and then another two said, Amri Kishu Chalims of it, that he sold it when he was of sound mind. So now we don't know is it a good sale or not a good sale. So Amravashi, put the two against the two, and keep the property where it was. We don't have enough what to go on. So it was originally Parshatya's property. So it's as if the sale never took place. It's not Mimona, they switch it to Ara, Uki Ara, leave the land where it was. The only time we can say that is where we have um, from before Parshatya showed up, his father already, it's a, it's a family plot, so we know it really belonged mm-hmm. to him, truly. But if Bashati was the one who bought it and he, he was the one who sold it, Amrina and we say, you know what? Kishu Shota Zavan, when he bought it, he was a Shota. Shota Zavan, and when he sold it, he was a Shota. Which basically means, like, just like he was able to buy in a questionable state, he sold it in a questionable state. So, um, so we basically don't give him the power of Chazaka. But the power of Chazaka that he had from his father, that will keep it, everything in the status quo. And we're not able to act on the basis of the conflicting testimony that we have over here. All right, so that's the end of that little piece here. Amr Avavin, so Avavin says, I'm sorry, Ha'azama needs to be in their presence, but Ha'kasha doesn't need to be in their presence. It's a unique law with regards to Ha'zama, that they have to be face-to-face. But if it's a hakasha, meaning I say A, you say B, they're arguing on the facts on the ground, so that can be even shalobafinim. What is hazama shalobafinim? Meaning those witnesses weren't there at the time; they were with us somewhere else, but they're not even there to 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 to, to hear that testimony. Even if you say it's not hazama hakasha miyavya, it is definitely at least hakasha because every hazama is a hakasha of sorts. So the hakasha part of the hazama is still there. We're gonna to have to throw out the testimony. It doesn't have the added advantage that we believe the people who are Muslim, the others, who are saying that you weren't there to say it. But, uh, but at least it qualifies as Akasha if it's not in their presence. Okay, Amr Mar, Maybe when you go a minute, a minute ago, the Akasha has to be done. The, the, guy, the, the, the witnesses are dead. And what do we say? That He's arguing. He's arguing. If they were alive, they would come up and, and talk. So you, you couldn't accept that uh, the opinion of that. That was the original take. Original that opinion. was Rav right. Sheshas. Okay, so now we change the opinion. It's a different rabbi. He's arguing. He's arguing on that. He's allowed to argue. He's allowed to argue. 
Um, anyway, Amar we said, but the truth is, we rejected Rav Sheshes for different reasons. Because even if they were there, I mean, go through that. That's what Rav Nachman, we, we, we threw out Rav Sheshes' mm-hmm. argument because we said, even if they were there to say that you're not telling the truth, it would fall into a, a cautious situation. So right. why, when they're not here, when they're more likely, you know, maybe they would have agreed that maybe they, if they were here, they would say, you know, you know they're telling the truth. So it can't be worse. Okay. All right. Amar Mar, we said earlier, if there's witnesses that uh, can say, can, that show, recognize the signatures, additional, different witnesses, not the ones that are saying the whole thing's a fraud. Mm-hmm. And then it was established that there was a question on the star that they signed. And then Bezdin certified it and, 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 and collected on the basis. And then then uh, we don't believe these witnesses who say they were forced. So um, what do you see? Kara of error in. Lo kara of error lo. It's only if it was a question document that they had to certify, and not if it was just like a, another document that was signed by them. This fits with Rabasi. What qualifies as a kiel to certify signatures? Mishtar shekara lo error. And has to be one that was questioned and Bezdin verified that it's a valid star. So that means that we actually went through, but just because you find another document with them signing, maybe that one's just as questionable as this one. You know, you have no idea. We need one where we can, where, where Bezdin did something about it to make it established. Okay. Amrim Nardai, so Nardai says, in the Kamerist so we need. Two documents, Omishtesadas or two fields, or two ksubas or two fields, Pusha Achlum, Balem Gimoshanim, Ovishofi. That would also qualify if you have two um, documents, either ksubas or, or fields, where their signatures are on those documents, and the person who's in possession is, has been in possession already for three years and without any questioning. So then that means that. That obviously, the document was valid. Nobody said boo about them. What, what went on in there? Now, I'm Rav Shim Barashi. Another qualifier is, is that it can't be that it's the same man that has these other documents with those signatures plus this document with their signatures. Because that's what we're afraid is that if he has the that other signatures and these signatures, atzmo, he produces, you know, it's like, Oh, you want to see other documents with these witnesses? Son? Sure, I'll, pro- I'll produce them. And he shows you, you know, document one. Here, there's presenting to the court this document. See, they're signed at the bottom. Here's another document with the two people signed by the document. And now I want to collect with this one. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Why don't we accept that? Because maybe those were real documents. And this, and he, and he copied the signatures of one onto the other. Onto the other. So one second, so what, what, if that's what we're worried about, that maybe it was a forgery of their signatures, so if it's from somebody else also, maybe uh, he went, saw it, he saw the document by somebody else, and he paid attention, and then he went back and he, and he copied it. So that's very hard to just to take a mental... Uh, a mental photograph of uh, of somebody's signature and be able to reproduce it somewhere else without looking. Yeah, it's easy. It's not that easy, but a talented guy can copy 
and make and make a signature look almost identical. Okay, but uh, that's if you have it in front of you. But if you're uh, looking there and then and then you know remembering and then trying to recreate it, that's very hard to do so. Okay. All right. Tanur Abanan the Rabbi Zorn Kosovada may do so al Ashtar. A person is an interesting idea. A person can write a testimony that he was a witness to um, on a piece of paper. Omeir Allah. And on the base of that paper, he testifies. I feel like Kamshan even if it's many years later. So Ravuna Ravuna says, Vuhu Shizoch Me'atzmi. He has to really remember it, the, the basic thing. Um, but the details, it helps him, you know, with the details. Okay, so you have to really remember independently. But he's using that uh, like notes to help him with the details. You following? What? No, it's funny. This is what happens in, in deposition malpractice cases. It happens years later. You know, you have a, yeah, you, have so, to remember, you have to have, to have an independent recollection sometimes. You give your testimony. Right, but uh, but mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, right. How many how many things it's, happening since yeah, then? Right. It's like years later. Right, exactly. So you're allowed to have notes. So you know, look at your notes mm-hmm. and then and then. But then you have memory. to actually. But it has to jog your memory yeah. actually. Okay, even if you you didn't remember it independently, the whole story, but once you saw your notes, then it jogged your memory. That's two different things. One is I remember part of it on my own, and I need this for some details to flesh it out. But uh, the other one is saying I didn't remember it at all, I'm completely bl- blanking on it. Now that I see it, oh yeah, now I remember it. That's okay. The fact that this chiddush of Rabbi Yochanan that you can accept that fine if they to do so two witnesses no testimony one of them forgot it so then he can he can sort of one witness can jog the memory of the other witness to uh, to you know remind him remember I was wearing this red sweater and then it's like oh yeah now it's clicking I remember the whole story you following so you're allowed to do that. And that's legal, okay? From Rav Yochanan, you see that because even if you you need the help of the aid of the information to jog the memory, that would be acceptable. Now, Ibalahu, what what about this? Atzmomai. What if it's the Baldin himself, the person who is calling the witnesses, who's jogging the memory? Remember, you know, like do we accept that or not? So Rav Chaviva, we believe. Even, it doesn't matter who jogs his memory. Even if it's the guy himself, we would accept it. Meaning, um, you remember what happened? Uh, the, this guy borrowed money from me in front of you. You were standing here, etc. And there's like, oh yeah, now I remember. Is that acceptable or not? Or is it called leading the witness? Okay. Uh, good question, right? Um, Gary, you're the lawyer here. What's the bottom line? You can't have the Baldin himself um, uh, providing, you know, jogging the memory of the, of, the, um, of the witnesses. However, there's an exception. But if it's a person who is a, uh, a scholar, who or, you know wouldn't lie even to his detriment? Basically, that's the idea. Afilu um, even even the Baldover himself would be acceptable. And we have here a story that that brings this out, fleshes this out. 
he uh, knew testimony for Rav Kahana. And I'm like, Midachir Marm, Aisadusa, do you remember the testimony that, you know, that's relevant to me? So, Rav, he, he asked, Rav Khan asked Ravashi, do you know, you, do you remember the story that you testify, to testify? I'm a lay low. So he's like, no, it doesn't ring a bell. Blah, 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 but didn't it happen like so and so? I'm a lay I'm sorry, I'm drawing blanks. Lesofit Karin Ravashi, and then Ravashi actually did remember. And Asale, and he started testifying for Rav Khanna. And Chazo Rav Khanna, Dabba Maksaman, Rav Khanna, was uh, freaking out because Rav Khanna doesn't want him. He's like, I said, didn't this happen like the, like I'm saying? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And then he walks in and he says, it happened exactly like he's saying. Uh, so he's like, oh, I don't know, this guy's just copying what I said. I'm really, me, Sabres, Allah, you think I'm relying on you? I I thought more deeply about it, and I was able to conjure up the memory. I was able to draw out the memory. So it's fine. Point being is, is that for a very honest person, then it doesn't matter who jogs the memory. He's not going to just, you know, say what is like. Oh, yeah, I vaguely do remember whatever. That's like iffy. He's coaching them before the base then or, <laughs> or during the base then? <laughs> <laughs> this, like, cause because we don't, don't have a problem in, to coach in advance, before, right? Yeah, in the U.S. it's like malpractice not to. In Europe, it's so it's unethical to do so. So it depends. Uh, yeah. There's two ver- you know, yeah, very work. different opinions. Yeah, very different ways well, of always, handling. Lawyers here always coach you ahead of time. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Uh, but in Europe, uh, you get disbarred for doing that. Well, that's so interesting. Oh. Uh, anyway, it does. I, it's interesting. We don't. We don't seem to distinguish. But I don't know. We do distinguish. If it's a German Ramana, we will. You can do it. Our only distinguish is that is this guy and uh, this guy. But right. It sounds like it's during the court case. You know. Yeah. Right. But it sounds like the case is. I mean, it was in it. No, he. The he fact approached. that he can come back he after he says he doesn't remember. Here he, no, no, that, we don't know that. I don't. If this story, it could be Rav Kana was not. You know, was asking, do you remember the story? That and he said no, and then he came to the Besdin, and then he did say exactly what he said that he didn't remember. It, it could have been. It sounds like it wasn't ahead of time, and he was having a problem with it, and then. He's like, I'm not relying on you. I'm never. I'm not going to perjure myself. I'm telling you what I do remember. We learned yesterday. You can't do that. You can't retract testimony. You right. You Once you testify in a court. Right. We had that yesterday. Right. Exactly. Might have been before. Yeah. It could have been that this is from before. But anyway. <clears throat> but uh, even so, they're having a problem unless he's a, a person of uh, upstanding, special, you know, sort of murbanan. Okay. Tonight, also, we learned elsewhere. Okay. This is you know interesting because. You know, at this point, it seems to have a zero connection to our topic, but in the end, it'll it'll come back. It'll, 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 it'll circle back around. So, so don't worry about not not understanding the connection. So, Tanan we learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. Okay, um, uh, yeah. Um, where is this? Yeah, I don't know where this is. Okay, um, Aleph, Alos. It's a Mishnah in Alos. Hatululos Akrovos. Um, uh, mounds that are elevated areas, hakrovos that are nearby, whether to the city or to the road. Whether it's a new mound that hasn't been there before, they just you know dumped dirt there recently. Or it's been there a long time. They're assumed to be tame if they're close by. But if they're far away, if they're new, 
we're gonna be it's gonna be tahar. But if it's old, then it's going to be assumed to be tummy. So uh, we make a distinction between close by, whether it's new or old, it's assumed to be tummy. But if it's far away from, the, from, from we'll see where. So then basically only old is tummy, but new is not tummy. Now, what does it mean nearby? That's 50 amas from the city walls, okay? What's old? Sixty years, something that happened sixty years in the past. Okay, Krova means it's the first mount. Okay, the first elevated thing. That's the closest. That's the only one. Okay, it doesn't matter if there's another one. If one's twenty-five feet and the other one's forty feet or whatever, twenty-five amas and the other one's forty amas. It's only the close one. What? Yeah, mounds are our neighborhood right here. These two mounds. Oh, these two mounds, <laughs> right. Okay, whatever. We'll see in a second, right? We'll see what's going on with the mounds over here, exactly, okay? Um, um, and uh, and y- Yishana means she'en adam zokhra, when nobody remembers it. That's called old. Old means nobody remembering. Now, my ear, my derech, what kind of city, what what path are we talking about? See, my ear, your mom, she's just talking about any old city, and derech, derech, mom, and any old road, Right? Why would we assume that every mount has Toma in it? Okay? I understand that it's an ideal place to, bu- to bury somebody on an elevated area because nobody's going to walk on it. I guess it's not appropriate to walk on it. And if it's elevated, it's less likely that anybody's going to walk there. I get it. But why should we assume that that's the case? We, we, we don't look to be marbetum in Israel, you know, so like, just because you have no idea, just because it would be uh, suitable doesn't make it that it happened, okay? So I'm Rav Zera, here, here has Smuchel Bezek first. We're talking about a city that's right near the cemetery, on the, you know, in the direction, there's a cemetery sometimes be just outside the city or somewhere outside the city, and the derech, derech basic first. The derech is the path to the cemetery. Now, bish lemon derech basic first. I understand. On the way to the cemetery, tizimne de misrami ben ashmasha. Sometimes it's late, and you know it's going to get dark, and um, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. So makri omakru kavru, and they would betel. They would not make it all the way to the cemetery. It's getting dark. We have to bury. We'll bury right here on the way to the cemetery on the closest mound. Okay. El ir smuchel basic faros kulul basic faros asli. Oh, basically every outside the city travels to a cemetery. So what's what do you mean? Basically, uh, women who have a, a miscarriage, so there's an obligation to bury the miscarriage, right? And they and they're not going, and and they're not going to go too far. They're not going to venture far away. Uh, but they're not publicizing it either that they're that they had a miscarriage. That's something they they keep down. Also, mukishchin is rosem. People who have uh, um, I don't know leprosy or whatever these various ailments. Okay. I don't know some type where their arm their, their hands fall off or whatever. Um, so they need to bury that. They also don't want to. That's an embarrassing thing. They're not gathering crowds. Ad chamish mama till fifty amas outside the city. As the ihi she'll go by herself. Tvei, and if she's going farther, Dabri Inish she would bring a man with her to accompany her. and she'd Asla, and she would already go to the Basic Forest. But up to the fifty Amas, she's gonna go, and that's the idea of the closest mount. 
And this is uh, basically, we're not just assuming that Eretz Yisrael is full of Toma, um, but uh, we're just uh, saying that this is, that there's, you know, these types of situations do happen, and they're going to be burying on the local mound. Now, Amr of this is how it circles back to our topic. What you see from Meir Shita is, is high Sadduzum, when there's testimony, until uh, 60 years, Midkar, person will remember testimony. Tfelo Midkar, but not more than 60 years. That's basically considered beyond the, our, uh, that's the time limit of memories, according to Remeir. Because he's saying if it's older than 60 years, we don't know. Okay? Um, the answer is Hasamudullah Ramyalei, that's different. Because there's a, not a testimony, it's just remembering something that happened. Yeah, memories get forgotten by, uh, six years later. If you were told to testify, uh, meaning and you want testified about something, and you signed your name or whatever it is, so then even that's something that we would accept testimony even beyond the 60 years. All right, how we done? We'll, um, we could even do the Mishnah, what do you know? Okay, so uh, let's do the Mishnah at the bottom of the page. This is my signature, and I recognize the person who signed with me is, is my friend's signature. This was my signature. So each one is testifying about their own signature as well as the, the person, the fellow signed with them. That's believed. Because it's like we have two witnesses on every signature. If, if each one is only testifying about my own, and I don't really remember, recognize my friend's signature, um, then you need a third party to, to recognize the two of their signatures. That's Rabbi's opinion. If even if I'm only testifying about my own signature, that's like two people on my signature, okay? Um, and you don't need anybody else. There's a nemanus about your own signature that doesn't need two witnesses. And that's the story. Okay, we'll see more about this tomorrow. Thank you.